This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. So a report came back from the Baltimore Police Department. And, or about the Baltimore Police Department. And it's not good. Um, I'm just going to take it for what it is now. Okay. The report found that police, quote, routinely discriminate against blacks, repeatedly use excessive force, and are not adequately held account for misconduct. So for now, we're just going to go with that. Uh, we'll save any justifications and police officer perspective for another day. We've done that many times before. I want to take that for, we'll take it for gospel now. And I want to make one specific argument. Who runs the police departments? Heck, who runs these cities? It's amazing to me all the outrage, which, hey, righteous outrage. Okay, we talk on this show a lot about faux outrage, right? Like people pretending to be outraged about things. No, no, no. There's a good reason. Okay. If, if this is indeed true, oh, good. Yes. Outrage. But you got to direct it at the right people. Who runs these cities? I want to quote Kevin D. Williamson. He says, St. Louis has not had a Republican mayor since the 1940s. The city is overwhelmingly democratic, effectively a single party political monopoly from its schools to its police department. Baltimore has seen two Republicans sit in the mayor's office since the 1920s, none since the 1960s. Philadelphia has not elected a Republican mayor since 1948. The last Republican to be elected mayor of Detroit was congratulated on his victory by President Eisenhower. Atlanta, a city so corrupt that its public schools are organized as a criminal conspiracy against its children. There are people in jail right now because of, uh, who, who used to run the public school system in Atlanta. But the last last had Atlanta last had a Republican mayor in the 19th century. 19th the 1800s. Atlanta is a single party political monopoly from its schools to its police department. American cities are by and large Democratic Party monopolies. Monopolies generally dominated by the so-called progressive wing of the party. Black urban communities face institutional failure across the board every day. There are people who should be made to answer for that. What has Martin O'Malley to say for himself? Martin O'Malley, I see him on TV a bunch. He's a Hillary uh, supporter, mayor of um, former mayor of Baltimore. And then governor of Maryland. But particularly mayor of Baltimore. What has he got to say for himself? What does Ed Rendell say for himself? He was the former mayor of Philadelphia. What has Nancy Pelosi done about the radical racial divide in San Francisco? Not that, end quote. Trump needs to jump all over this. What's, what's going on? These failures are, yes, institutional and can't possibly 
be blamed on Republican or or not. I don't, I don't even want to make a partisan so much as conservative principles, right? There hasn't been a person in a in a political leadership role who has conservative principles in a century in in some of these cities, a hundred years, many generations. So what are we doing? I, I I saw a headline. I didn't read the story. I should have, so I'm hesitant to even share this. But the point was about how low Trump's poll numbers are among black people in America. And that's a horrible shame because Rand Paul, gosh, second time we referenced Rand Paul today. Weird. Uh, Rand Paul did a really great job last couple of years of giving speeches at black universities and speaking in inner cities and, and spreading a conservative message. That's what needs to happen. There's no reason why Trump's economic message should not resonate with the majority of people in our cities. This was, maybe still is, an election that could have turned the black vote, I hate that term so much, into a majority Republican vote, honestly. And could have left, it could have made it very obvious, it still can, 80-something days left, what Democratic monopolies in these cities has has, has left, um, what they're left with. It is disgraceful. Disgraceful. One last quote here from uh, Kevin D. Williamson. He says, would any sentient adult American be shocked to learn that Baltimore has a corrupt and feckless police department enabled by a corrupt and feckless city government? When will the left be held to account for the brutality in Baltimore? Brutality for which it bears a measure of responsibility uh, on both sides. Let me word that again. I'm sorry. That wasn't the right tone. Brutality for which it bears a measure of responsibility on both sides. There aren't any Republicans out there cheering on the looters. And there aren't any Republicans exercising real political power over the police or other municipal institutions in Baltimore. Community organizer Andrew Jackson, Adam Jackson, declared that in Baltimore, the Democrats and the Republicans have both failed. Really? Which Republicans? Ulysses S. Grant? Unless I'm reading the charts wrong, the Baltimore City Council is 100% Democratic. You get the idea. So, fault all around here. Yes, we need to make changes within every police department across the country, probably. No department is perfect, right? Okay. Some further away from perfection than others. Let's make the necessary changes. Let's do it now. What's the holdup? People living in dangerous communities need to get their lives together, strengthen families, put an emphasis on education again. School year is about to to start up here. I'm not going to get started now because I don't have time, but the the fact that there's so many kids. uh, How do I word this? I shouldn't have said it that way. I was making it too soft. The fact that there are so many parents who do not feed their kids breakfast every morning is one of the greatest moral failings of our country it it is it's an abomination that more and more kids every year eat breakfast at school because their parents don't feed them okay that's what i say by get your lives together feed your kids okay can we do that the message that that sends to kids that their their parents who are tasked with taking care of them for their lives don't feed them and instead they should get their food from the government building like that is outrageous 
all cider, but uh, uh, you know, people don't have time. I mean, what are the, are the adults not eating? The only way I will excuse uh, an adult not feeding their kid breakfast before school is if the adults are also not eating breakfast. As in, like, they don't have any money, they don't have time to feed themselves. Okay, but I'm pretty sure that these adults are eating breakfast and lunch and just not feeding their kids breakfast and lunch. Anyway, I don't want to get a whole rant with that, but that's what I mean by get your life together, get your, get your act together. Put the emphasis on family, take responsibility, put an emphasis on education again. Education and family, education and family, cultural changes. Let's do those. Yes, but here's the main point of this segment. We also need to wake up and say, hey, uh, let's try something different politically. Okay, because the policies that we've had these last couple, I don't know, decades slash a century clearly isn't working. A lot of different things need to happen at the same time. Yes, police department changes. Yes, cultural changes. But a few political changes wouldn't hurt as well. Now, whose fault is that? I don't know. Maybe our fault. Maybe we got to do a better job of reaching out, expressing our policies, explaining why they are better, why school choice, why charter schools are better for your kids, why lower taxes are better for your community, because then people will invest in your community and then you can have jobs and you can make way more money than welfare, et cetera. We can go on and on. No one can vote for something they don't know about. And that's unfortunate, but times have never been better. For people to wake up to the conservative movement and its conservative principles, times have never been better because lives in our inner cities have never been worse. Trump's got 80-something days to turn that around. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.